You never know what the world has in store for you. A couple of years ago, at one of my Good Heart Apparel pop-ups, a young lady stopped by to pick up a couple pieces. She said that everyone she knew was wearing it, and she felt a little left out and had to get her some. She also told me that if I ever needed anything fitness, to reach out. Today, we welcome her to the podcast. Good evening, young lady. Good evening. How are you? I'm excellent. And yourself? I'm doing well. I'm good. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule to join us on the podcast. And uh, yeah, with that being said, why don't you go ahead and uh, give the audience a little uh, intro on who we're speaking with tonight. My name is Keisha. I am a trainer um, here in the greater LA area, like Woodland Hills Valley kind of area. I do personal training, one-on-one kind of style, but I also boot camp coach. And I actually also work in healthcare marketing, um, doing like business development and sales and such. So I do a little bit of everything, but not everyone knows that about me. Okay. Where are you from? Originally from Ohio, very small town, Ashtabula, Ohio. Um, no one also ever knows of there, but I've lived in LA about four years now, finished school until I was 16 and moved out here. Where'd you go to school? University of Cincinnati. How old are you? 26. 26. Okay. So you are pretty established female. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to think so. So, uh, is there anything interesting in your life going on right now that you'd like to share with our listeners? Right now, I'm kind of competing on, like, it's a virtual competition through Muscle and Fitness Hers, um, okay. the magazine. So I'm competing for the title, Miss Health and Fitness. Um, so if I win, I could win that title, also the cover of the magazine, and then there's also a cash prize of $20,000. But um, it's nice. actually pretty crazy. I saw the tournament, and I was like, let's just go for it. Why not? So this um, is your first time competing in something like that? Yeah, yeah, especially virtually, which is even more interesting. Okay. So what does the virtual aspect entail? You keep saying virtual. I mean, what I know we're in a different world today with this COVID thing, and we can't do everything face-to-face. So what does the virtual thing mean? Right. So basically, um, people are voting for their choice of winner through social media. So you vote through a link, and you can also vote. Um, you can donate, because they're doing it for the Home for Wounded Warriors, so building kind of handicapped accessible homes um, via donations for each vote. So rather than there being some kind of physical competition, it's more so all through donating and votes and your platform and things like that. So it's pretty cool. Um, good chance if anyone wants to vote uh, to do so. But yeah, it's all through the link on my bio, my Instagram. Oh yeah, but what's your we'll IG? Go ahead and throw that out. What's your IG so people can get in contact um, with you? Good idea. It's Keisha, K-E-S-H-A. L Gilbert G I L B E R T. Okay, so make sure you go and vote for Keisha in her hers muscle and fitness challenge competition. That was it, right? Yes, Miss Health and Fitness. Miss Health and Fitness. Okay, so that's what's going on right now as far as uh yeah Keisha's life and what's interesting about her. Uh, how we meet? Um, I think it was over at Woodland Hills Athletic Club, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, I don't even know if I've ever told you this. I remember when I was first moved out here, I didn't really know anyone. I would go to the gym alone. 
seeing everybody wearing these good hurt shirts. And I'm like, what the heck is this? Um, eventually I started like meeting people, making friends with some of the trainers and stuff. And finally I was like, I'm the only one without a shirt. Like what's going on? Who is this? What is this? Right. Um, and still probably took months for us to actually meet after that. And I was finally like, there we go. Now I got my shirt and got to meet you and kind of market with you. And, so you said you moved out here alone? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Okay. So I'm kind of, you got this BFF, the the, um, the friend of yours that's always with you. So I figured you guys were, I figured you guys like grew up together or something, no? So we did. So she's actually from Ohio also. We did grow up together. Um, when I first moved to LA, she was still in school in South Carolina. So we've been friends for years, but um, kind of bounced around all over the place. Gotcha. And I think it was two years into me living here that I finally convinced her to come out. And now we're inseparable. Got it. Okay. So you were here for a couple months before she came out, but now you guys are inseparable again. So that's, that's great to hear. Yes. Hey, let's talk about any um, challenges that you may have had in your life. Because again, this is Good Hurt, the podcast. And I like to talk about different people and their situations and their challenges and how they, you know, what they did to, what they had to put in play for, to, for them to overcome those, those challenges. So, uh, yeah, let's talk about one of the, one of the most challenging experiences you've had since you've been in California. You said four years, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. What's more, what's, well, let's talk about challenges. Um, you know what, uh, to be very open, you know, and, and real, which is totally fine with me. I think, I've had, even in the past, I'd say year, year and a half, maybe, just kind of dealing with, you know, my own struggle and trauma and mental health kind of issues that really never, I never thought twice about. I never had, you know, true struggle with. Um, it's kind of crazy because all the personal training and things that I'm doing now, even in branding myself, you know, I always use my initials KG. But I say keep growing, keep growing. And it mm. kind of all found a place after I, you know, was just like battling depression and, kind of face a whole new reality that even now I sometimes don't I never really thought that I would deal with I guess you could say um so in one sense of course it's a horrible experience to go through but at the same time I think it really truly has even in one year shaped not only me but my brand and then the way that I kind of interact with and empower others um so yeah I mean I can speak on it now. It might not sound as awful as this year's was, but definitely the most challenging thing I've ever dealt with. So I got from that that little spiel that KG, Keisha Gilbert, also keep growing. I actually thought about that before I called you, and then I was like, KG, I was thinking the basketball player, though. But yeah, so, so KG, keep growing. And you said one of the biggest challenges that you've experienced over the last four years just being out in California was one of depression. Yeah. All right. Okay, I'm probably a, a tad bit older than you. And if I think about, you know, if I look back on my life and I think about depression and what my experience with depression may have been, I can't think of anything, but I'm also good with eliminating stuff from my brain housing group that did not move me in a forward or upward vibration. So I'm pretty good with that. So when you speak about depression, you want to be a little, can you be a little bit more in depth as far as what your symptoms or what your situation was and how you, or what you did to overcome it? I mean, I think I got from your last bill that fitness was something that helped you help you get over the depression thing, right? Right. Yeah. I would definitely say that, or it was just through the midst of all of that. I think even if it didn't necessarily get me through, it definitely gave me that little bit of hope or was that thing for me that 
kind of gave me a reason, you know, something to do with them before to I, I love what I do. Um, but really for me, it was, you know, I'm, if you know me, you know, I'm a pretty positive person. I'm spiritual. I read, I do all of that kind of stuff. So you might not think from the outside looking in, like that's what I'm experiencing or whatever, you know? Um, but reality is like, I went through a time where I, I had certain things that built up and in turn, I was in a place of, I'm not, A, I'm not happy. B, I don't even want to get out of bed and do anything. I'm not eating, I'm not sleeping, I'm not talking to people, like I'm isolating myself and it's like, what what's going on? But you know, like you said, like sometimes we just push things aside or we can just channel through and things like that, but it was to a point where I was like, I don't even know how to do that anymore. Right. So it's like, you know, you have to get help and, and do certain things, but I can say I can't say fitness just made everything better because that would be a lie, but it did give me something to, you know, I had a trainer at the time and I was like, I have to go to the gym because this person expects me to be here so at right. least I'm out of my room, you know? At least yes. I'm interacting and kind of keep keeping going you know yes okay but that's not something anyone ever is like oh i know this is going to happen one day like no, absolutely right. not right so your movement for the most part is focusing on other female other women that um are i mean you tell me i still me trying to figure it out i mean i know yeah. I, I follow you on ig um i see most of your clients if not all of them are female um so is that you know, by choice. I mean, where, where, the, where the young men at? I mean, I've had a female trainer once or twice in my life. So, so where? So, what's the deal with that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, when I first started training, of course, I started a, a corporate gym, so I didn't necessarily pick my clients. So, I have trained men, and I think what I actually liked about it was men enjoyed it. You know, when you're first new at training, you think, um, I don't know if men. I thought I don't know if men would want to train with me, or you just never know. Um, but no, I, I have seen men and they definitely enjoyed it when I ended up leaving that corporate gym to do my own thing. Naturally just gravitated to women, I think just for word of mouth or just experience. But, you know, I am a woman. I can relate to a lot of different things that they go through because I think I'm a kind of trainer with my style is more, it's genuine, but I'm building relationships for sure and doing a lot of like, I think healing and just being 100% with them. More right. than just a trainer, I guess you could right. say. So I don't know. I, I'm down to train men. I would love to. I think they enjoy it, and that's cool. But I don't know. Women just gravitate to me, and I, I, I'm good with that. It's okay. Right. <laughs> I noticed you really had a. Well, it seemed to me, looking at you on social media, that you really had an influx, or so your business really picked up when everybody was in the house on quarantine, you were pretty consistent with your workout posts on IG and other social media outlets or whatever. So I definitely saw uh, an influx in your in your training at that time. Has that continued to be the same to the point that we are today or has it fell off a little bit? Um, you know, what's the situation with that? So for me, as I mentioned, you know, you know, working in corporate. So I've always had what seems like a million things to do. And I always put the corporate world first because technically, you know, from until now, that's what's been paying my bills, to be honest. Um, So that's just like, fitness would be on the side, you know, fitness is for fun. Fitness is passion. I just help people and whatever else. And then quarantine kind of came and it basically gave me more time, honestly, more time to like sit down with myself and say like, what do Mm. I really want to do? You know, now you should just go social media use your platform or build a platform you know i'm still working on all of it right. um so as an annoying and unfortunate as you know quarantine and covid and everything has been i think since march like you've seen if you've all you've probably seen that's when it all started for me almost you know i've 
took the time away from work a little bit and made do how I could just to go out there and figure it out, start planning, start right. building. Um, so it's kind of a blessing in disguise for yeah, me. Yeah. I, know. I, I have to say that 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 was definitely one of the biggest takeaways with this COVID thing. It just slowed everything down. Yeah. And again, I, I, I got stuff done around my house that I've been trying to do for years in the past couple of months, simply because everything slowed down. And yeah, that was, that was one of the, that was definitely a positive. Um, if, you know, if anything else, that was definitely a positive that came from all this COVID stuff. I definitely agree. Definitely. So, um, okay. So since the COVID thing started, since the quarantine started, you've definitely been putting more focus in on the, the social media, the self, the, 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 the brand, the Keisha Gilbert brand moving in the future. What are some more of your goals looking forward to the future? Yeah. Um, I think it's all happened kind of fast and I can't say I'm, you know, where I want to be in the future, of course, but it is, it's taking the time it's given me the exposure that I wanted to really say like, Oh, you can do this. Cause I think in the beginning, I don't know, I guess I wasn't, I didn't have the confidence or I just wasn't ready maybe to make the move or was just too focused on the wrong things in life or going through certain things to where now it's like, okay, I have had the time, you know, like you're saying with COVID and certain things to get to where I want to be now, but moving forward, it's like I got a taste of it. So let's just keep going. Like I'm hoping the momentum keeps going, whether it be, personal training, my own business of like a corporate facility or my own private facility. Um, definitely looking forward to doing some things with, I know you said my right hand, Tyra, she's a DJ. Uh, so just working together with her to kind of build on our dreams. We're always together anyway. Right. So combining fitness with her DJing and kind of just creating that for, I don't know if you know, we did a, a boot camp over at when it was Wooden Hill Athletic Club. Um, combining the two of us and our energy and everything that we want to do hopefully when things open up how they were we'll be able to do that but this time definitely has given me a taste of this is what I want to do this is what I love to do one day the corporate world will no longer right. be necessary H having that, that right hand man or that best buddy to help you do these things is definitely always going to be a plus uh, as far as that support and that accountability when you you know, you know you're moving forward toward those goals so uh, yeah, definitely big ups to to Shay. Yep. Yeah, Shay. yeah, yeah. Big ups to okay. Yeah, so you guys keep it going. But it works, you know. Like I think where there's one, there's two, and it kind of I've really known her my whole life, but it does help, especially when you're not from here. When you kind of have to start from nothing, figure things out. But it's always like she, you know, she'll check me if I need her to, or I can just go to her like, hey. You know, you're in the gym. What do you like? What would you look for? You're on Instagram. What do you want? I'm making shirts. What do you like? Like, I definitely appreciate and value having that person that I can go to who's not in competition with me, who wants to see me succeed, who understands what I'm trying to do. Like, I definitely appreciate her in that sense, for sure. Okay. All right. So tell me this. You wake up. Today is what? Today is what's today? It's so hard to keep up with the days these days. Monday. It's, it's Monday. Monday. <laughs> okay. So you wake up tomorrow on the wrong side of the bed, so to speak. That means you feel like you're not going to have a good day. What are some of the uh, the habits that you put in place to, uh, when you find yourself in a low vibrational place to, to get yourself back up to a high vibration? Well, whether I'm in a good vibration or bad, I honestly start my day pretty much the same. You know, waking up, I wake up pretty early. Um, I meditate every morning. I also pray every morning. I read when I can in the morning, whether it's a small devotion or like a real chapter of a book, just something that I've learned. Um, those are little things that I have to take the time for, for mm -hmm. myself to be able to like 
really treat myself in a way to help go out there and treat others how I want to treat them. Okay, so it um, sounds like no matter how you wake up, you have these couple things that you put in place. You get up, you pray, you meditate. You read a couple passages of, um, I'm thinking positive or high vibrational type stuff. And then that sort of mm-hmm. puts you in the place that you need to be to go out into the world and take on what it's going to bring towards you. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Good or bad. I made it a habit at this point to just do that, you know? And without that, I think that might be my negative space or just, I don't know, it wouldn't feel right. You know, you have to be in tune with yourself. And I don't think I would be without taking the time to do those certain things. Okay. Hmm. I've, I've, I've went in and out of the meditation thing. Um, at, at some point when I first started meditating, I felt I needed to have the candles lit and the, the, the music playing in the background. But as I learned, I, I, as I moved forward in my journey, I've come to the point where I realized that meditation for me is just simply being still, being quiet, listening to myself think getting the answers from my quietness. So for me, uh, I, I would say, I guess I still do to a certain extent meditate, just not in the traditional way. I would say we're probably the same then. Like I, there's never candles lit. There's no music. I actually honestly use headspace. Right. And, you know, they speak to you in a sense in the beginning and then you kind of go on your own little journey, but it's just being still like putting your phone down. I do it in the dark right before bed or right when I wake up and just like starting the day, without the madness it's like your pre preset of the day you know so yeah it's how it seems in a book or a movie for me either so i totally get that okay all right so um yeah you spoke about my company good hurt earlier and uh the t-shirts in the gym and how eventually you got yours but at one point in my life those were words that i lived by um whenever i find found myself being challenged by something that i thought was a little bit more than i could handle I just decided that I was going to look at it as a good, bad situation or a good hurt, a good discomfort. And because I I changed the way I focused on those situations that were challenging me or that were teaching me, I was uh, I was able to move forward, you know, in, in life and growth. So I said to ask you, what are some some words or phrases that you that you live by? Well, now, of course, because it's everywhere for me, whether writing, typing, you know, Instagram and whatnot, keep growing really truly is that um, because I learned, you know, I'm not necessarily where I was yesterday. I don't have to be where I am today. Like, just keep going forward. Keep growing. You know, it's, a, it's a process. Just keep evolving. It'll it'll work itself out. Um, but it's funny, you know, I'm really close with my mom and whenever I have an issue, regardless of what it is, um, she'll always tell me like, look. Remember last time, you know, like you don't feel okay now, but she always said, You'll be okay. You'll be okay. <laughs> right. It's not just be okay, you know, it's so easy, but I always remember and I'll tell other people, like, Look, right now you're not okay, but you'll be okay. Right. So, like, that's my thing, and I'll always think of her for that. But it's true, you know, okay. the reality is you will. I like that one. Keep growing and you'll be okay. Because you're going through a process, and the process has a beginning and an end. So I guess you're ready. You're trying to get to the end of that process, and if you have that mentality of you'll be okay, yeah, you'll eventually get there. Okay, all right, I like that one. But you'll get there. Like one day, all of that will be so irrelevant, or it just won't matter as much. You know. Right. Your session's about one hour, right? When you train a client. Yeah, um, one hour sessions. Um, was doing them in the gym at the facility that I live at. Um. My apartment gym, honestly, because one thing that I've also struggled with in LA is 
paying rent to train somewhere when I only train part-time on top of my full-time job. So it's like making it worth my while. So I have been training in my apartment facility and then now it's shut down due to COVID. So, um, I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to quit on them. I'm not going to quit on myself. So I just took it upstairs to my rooftop. Um, it's empty. It's got a nice little view. Um, and they just come up and we do one-hour sessions. I went on Amazon when I could, bought all the equipment that okay. I could. So I set up my little outside gym. And, you know, everyone's happy. I, you know, you can sanitize, wipe it down, wear gloves, wear masks, whatever you feel comfortable doing. But I found out that just like myself, I'm still, you know, going to the gym whenever I can and being as safe as I can, but they don't want to stop working out. Right. And I can relate. So it's like, Hey, no, we'll make it work. However you want to do it. And it, it, it's been great. Honestly, yeah, the workouts I, are just, I think it's, uh, I think it's important that we, you know, stay, um, safe, you know, with the gloves and the wipe down and all that stuff. But at the same time, we also have to stay sane and staying yeah. sane includes continuing those things that you do day to day that make you who you are. So for you to just freeze up and lock yourself in a room until this thing is over, that's definitely not the best place to be. So, right. uh, yeah, yeah. Kudos to everybody that keeps going safely uh, doing all this pandemic stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then how healthy is it? Just, I mean, imagine you, you live alone, you don't have work anymore, works at home, everything's home. I don't know if, if fitness isn't your thing. I don't know what you're going to do, but I hope you, you'll take that risk at least a little bit for the sake of sanity and get out there and do a little something. You know, for me, it is a gym. So, you know, masking gloves, sanitizer, whatever it takes. Right. But either way, I don't think anyone should be just sitting at home in fear or just, you know, right. I don't think that's healthy. Okay. Um, a couple of episodes ago, I think I asked the question to one of the one of the guests about. I think they asked me who inspired me, and um, I think I answered the question by saying there's not really anyone that I thought inspired me. Um, and yeah, I was wrong about that, obviously, because I think my my kids inspire me to keep going and do what I do daily. But uh, yeah, who is uh, someone who in that inspires you? And yeah, why do they inspire you? Yeah, um, I'm always that kind of person who feels like most people say some kind of like famous celebrity or I don't know, inspirational person. But for me, it's always my mom. You know, I was raised by a single mom in a very small town with not much to work with. And I've literally seen her build and grow her own little empire. And she's super successful now. She's like made it through everything that she's dealt with and still, you know, made my sister and I. Right. up to be really great women I must say um, right. and has just come along the way so for me it's like if she can do it I can do it and awesome. she taught me so like that's my person that, that's the right answer ding 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 <laughs> definitely the right yeah. answer so I was going to ask you if you had siblings but you just mentioned you had a sister so what is that you're the youngest or the oldest yeah I'm 26 uh, she's 28 she, is, she actually just moved from Ohio um, out here, she's a teacher, but yeah, it's just her and I. Okay, so you baby girl, good to go. All right, uh, either you guys married yet? I mean, you know, for the bachelors out there, should they be knocking on your door? Should they just, you know, fall back? We're single, single as ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go, fellas. Now you know. Just saying. <laughs> okay, just saying, just saying. All right, um, 
uh, a lot of, I must make a note of this. You're the first female on the podcast. Could have heard the podcast. So congratulations on that. You are the first female. You know, that was going to be my next goal. I was not going to do another podcast with the male until I had one done with the female. So kudos to Keith. I really appreciate you. First, I think I think this was good. Good job. All right. <laughs> so uh, I, I brought that up because a lot of the guys that I talked to, when I asked them what's their favorite book or what's the last book they read, they're like, uh, I kind of have this problem with reading, so on and so on. And I always recommend the audio books, the audibles or whatever, because I do a lot of audible when I'm on the road traveling. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. what's the last book you read? So I'm reading right now. It's called More Than Enough, but I haven't actually finished it. Um, so for that, I was reading, it's called I Am My Brand. Okay. I read a lot, so I've got lots of different books, but that's the last one I read before I picked up this one. Okay. I actually don't do audibles much, though. I just, I don't know, I can't cope you. Wow, <laughs> so you it. actually read hard copy books? Yeah, I'm like a page turner. Okay. Sure. Wow, I wonder if that's... I got to ask, well, if I did a percentage on the men and female, I've only had one female guest, but most of the guys, they just like, I can't do it. And I've sat down in the past, you know, six months maybe and read a book from from cover to cover but i definitely prefer uh that hour commute that i have back and forth from the from the av to the to the valley uh listening to audio books and i get a lot of stuff in whether it's the podcast about the business or whatever yeah i definitely prefer to listen to you know some knowledgeable stuff than 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 uh than drake you know (laughs) not that anything's wrong with drake you know that's the man but uh but yeah that's how i get my books in on audible See, I don't have too much of a commute to be able to do that these days. Um, it's weird, though, because I do love podcasts, but I'm not listening to books. Like, I'm just listening to, like, sit downs or TED Talks or, like, certain things like that. But if it's, like, an actual book, yeah, I want to, like, read it, hold it. Okay. Maybe I'm weird. <laughs> All right. So, um, uh, okay, okay. So, you're a workout person. You do fitness. What? How many times a week do you work out? Mm, okay. I work out, like, five times a week myself. But, you know, I'm, I've am i been coaching boot camp classes, like, we'll say, 5, 6, and 7 o'clock back-to-back. Wow. So, for me, I'm like, that's a workout. It's crazy. Your energy, running around, correcting people, and just hyping up the room. Okay. So, it's almost like 6 to 7 days a week, but... Wow. So, th- this is this is not your primary career, though. This is, like, the, the backup, the personal training thing, right? This is my primary career. I'm going to speak on that and manifest it but i do work corporate yeah. okay okay all right so five to six times a week you're working out and they're like an hour long workout okay how's the eating what does what your eating look like five meals a day three meals a day uh vegan vegetarian um all those other titles they like to use what's your what's your what's your plan when it comes to eating i don't have any crazy titles um <laughs> when i first started and you really like want to know i was I was 30 pounds heavier than this a couple of years ago. I'm only five foot, so I'm tiny. Okay. Um, so I was getting like super leaned out, intermittent fasting, like trying to become less fluffy, as some might say. Um, now that I'm kind of in the shape that I want to be, I'm actually trying to eat more. Like I'm trying to build, you know, grow uh, specific areas, you know, okay. peach and that. So now it's like, I'm trying to force my meals in and it's, it's not easy, but, right. but yeah, I'm actually struggling to eat more these days. Yeah, I think I think there's a little difference there because uh, most of the, the clients that I used to train, 
um, spot reduction is one of the things that I had to tell them did not exist. Like, I just want to focus on this area right here. I'm like, no, that's not how weight loss works. You have to focus on everything and it all melts away together, right? But when you want to build a specific area, you can definitely isolate and focus on a specific area. So when you're gaining, uh, you can you can just focus on the glutes or the whatever area that you, you know. So I didn't really think about that to just now. So if you're losing weight, it's all over. But if you want to gain, you can definitely focus in and make that make that specific part grow a little bit faster than than everybody else. Yeah. And I still have to go through the first steps of losing it, you know, to like step one. And then now it's like, okay, this is, you know, I, think, I consider myself just maintaining at this point. It's like, okay, what do I want to do? So I'm working out for a reason. You know, I'm not just going to go sweat and leave. Like, you know, I have uh, a goal in mind in mind I have a you know physique that I want so now it's like okay especially when you're a trainer it's like let's use the education and the things that you learn and put it into place right do you have an athletic background where you were an athlete in high school or college or anything like that you know what I actually uh no not even slightly I did do like as a young young uh kiddo I was a gymnast um and I did some cheerleading, but when I'm saying, like, I'm from a small town, there was no excitement. There was no flipping. It was, like, very basic <laughs> sideline cheerleading. Okay. Not to knock it. I actually have had knee surgery twice. So I was not interested in being athletic either way, but kind of would have stopped that anyway. So What injury caused the knee surgery? What happened to the knees? So my uh, best friend is a child, um, a guy. I was in the sixth grade. He, I was a tomboy. He ended up kicking my knee instead of a ball at one point. So, uh, okay. uh, little old me, you know, I'm tiny now, so I was super small then. I ended up tearing some ligaments, had surgery, and then my sophomore year of high school actually had like, they kind of broke the whole shin to knee, realigned it, pins and everything. So, like, a pretty big surgery. But there was no sports for me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no worries. You didn't miss anything. I only got involved in sports my final year in high school. I got on the track team and the swim team to get ready for the military. But up until that, I was all about, you know, working, you know, because I come from seven kids, single parent. And, oh, wow. you know, obviously we didn't really have everything we wanted. We had everything we needed, but, you know, probably not everything we wanted. So as soon as I was old enough to get a job, I was I was getting my money. But, um, yeah. Okay, what's your biggest concern in life right now? Right now, I think my biggest concern is rushing my own process right now. Like, I don't, I don't have a biggest fear for one day in the future because who knows what that will mean, you know? Okay. I don't know what that means. But for me right now, it's just, I think, I see myself a lot of times getting so wrapped up in, one, what's everyone else doing? Two, oh, these goals that I want to do one day. And then it's like, okay, but what about now? Or... You know, like, you're 26, you have time, you have things to do, you have things to learn, you know, it's not perfect yet, it's not going to be, you know, even when it comes to family, kids, husband, things like that, it's like, I I think there's a lot of pressure, and there's, we have a lot of exposure to things, you know, social media and mm -hmm. everything, so where I, it's easy to be anxious almost all the time if you let yourself, because you can see how everyone's living, you can see what the potential is, what it's not, mm -hmm. um, so my biggest concern now is like, I'm just learning how to do me and work on what I need to do, like control what I can kind of thing. Um, and I'm noticing it with a lot of people. So it, it's just interesting the way things are happening, especially now, I think. I'm going to uh, speak on something you just said. You said you can see the way everyone is living and sort of want to 
be like the Joneses, so to speak. And mm -hmm. I think, you know, social media, blessing and a curse. And, mm -hmm. you know, you will look at social media and think that somebody was living a certain way when all actuality they're not. And, you know, a lot of people on there claim that they're being as transparent. That's the word they like to use these days, as transparent yeah. as possible. But, um, yeah, for you to have a feed that only shows positivity is not realistic. Uh, right. And I can't remember Nipsey's quote, but it's like you, if you're only sharing your success and not your struggle, then you're a fool. Right. Yeah, because, you know, you don't learn from just being the successful part. You have to know the struggles and the trials and tribulations that one had to go through to get there. That's realistic. So you really don't. I'm just saying, I don't really think we see how everyone's living. We see how everyone no. wants you to think they're living. Yeah. yeah, we don't actually we see, you know, what people want to show, right. but I think if, if that's what you're looking at, whatever you're exposed to, whatever you're taking in, whether it's real or not, it will affect you if you right. don't right. control, talk yourself through it, you know, right. be real about it. It's definitely not reality. It's just social media. I agree. And it's funny we say that, but at the same time, it still has the negative effect that it does. <laughs> yeah. It's not real. It's not real, but yeah. Still does what it does. But, and it's uh, funny, I took before I was super focused on the fitness stuff, you know, when I was maybe not as serious or putting all my energy into it, I deleted everything. And I was like, wow, it, it's crazy how much truly I don't care about that stuff. Uh, I don't feel like I need it. I didn't really miss it. So it's like, I don't know why most of us probably have it. We just do. But now I feel like I kind of need it because my brand is my Instagram for the most part, at right. least at this point. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed not having it. I'm one of those people too. Like you love it and you hate it. You mentioned something earlier about getting back to the norm so that you can continue to move forward with your, your, your goals. And I'm going to say to that note is don't expect things to go back to the norm. What you want to start focusing on is creating the new norm, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So we can't be waiting for the gyms to go back to, okay, the gyms are open. You can come in and you the, the, the community center is open and you can come in and train your clients again. I, I think it's going to be a long time before yeah. we see those days again. So we want to be creative and be coming up with ways to, before everybody else does, because that's going to give you a head start in the game, to, to be able to carry on business as usual in an unusual situation, so to speak. Absolutely. Definitely. Definitely right. And I'm, the only way that I've even gotten this far, I think, is because of the getting creative and making the best of it. Because to be honest, when the gyms were open, I wasn't doing it. Right. So thank you to quarantine and the. Yeah. Um, I've said this once or twice before. If, um, if the, if the, if the COVID don't bring the hustle out of you, you ain't got it in you, you know? I definitely yeah. agree. Because a lot of people getting creative now and I've seen a lot of stuff come out of this, this situation that, that are positive, positive things. So, yeah. Got to get creative. Got to get creative. I agree. Um, Shout out to everybody doing it. <laughs> Shout out to everybody doing it. <laughs> you know, so what's the last good movie you watched? Well, I don't have much time on my hands. And I prefer to read. I prefer okay, okay. other things. I really don't know. I, I'm hey, not a movie hey, watcher. I like that answer. I prefer to read a book than watch a movie. Yes. I, we can yeah, run with that. <laughs> long enough to get through the whole thing. Maybe a show. Like I like shows right. more than for whatever reason, but when you I don't say know. show, what do you mean to show? Like a what kind of show? Like 
like a sitcom or something, like an episode where I can just follow through on my own time. Ah, uh, see, that's the thing. See, I don't like sitcoms and episodes because they they elongate the process. I just like a two hour movie. I go into that oh, no. world, it's over, and I'm done with it. You know. <laughs> no, I want one episode now, and then when I'm bored enough or I have right. the time. I'll go back to it and follow up, but there's two hours of sitting still and wow. staying awake. Okay. I don't have it in me. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, um, I have no interest in watching that Tiger King stuff that was on TV a while back. I didn't see. I, did I didn't see one episode of this Michael Jordan situation that was that was. Out. It's just I, I don't really have any interest in any of that stuff. Um, I'm sure I, everyone was watching. I could see why you might not want to watch Tiger King, but the Michael Jordan thing seemed to be a big deal. I didn't watch it. Right. Yeah. And, man, I, I, I met the guy. He's not a big deal at all. So I guess that was my own hang up. But but yeah. So. Okay. But, uh, yeah, yeah. MJ, shout out. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> how many times you been to the beach this year? Because you know we're not supposed to be going to the beach, but yeah, how many times you been to the beach this year? They're like calling me out because I was at the beach yesterday. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I used to actually never go to the beach, but um, now I've been going like every Sunday just to get some air. Yeah. Yeah. Mind you, there was no one near me. I mean, I was at Long Beach. It was completely empty. I didn't feel any concern of people. Even, I mean, the grocery stores are much worse than that. The streets everywhere. Right. Okay. Go to the beach. Okay. Um, um, hiking's my thing. I mean, I really, I don't really care for the sand in between my toes like that. I mean, I've been uh, there once or twice, but yeah, I like to pull on the boots, step up the boots, hike a couple miles. Okay. Well, I, I think it's relaxing. Yeah. I actually came out to um to the valley a couple of days ago and did a thirty six mile bike ride and uh about a thirty minute obstacle course in between. It was freaking awesome. Yeah, I'm an outdoorsy type guy. Do you hike? Okay. I knew this was coming. I remember I said I'm not like an athlete. That everything you the bikes and all that, I'm like, mm, I can live without <laughs> I'm okay. I'd rather go to the beach that's outdoors and read a book and yeah. chill. Right, but um, it's not activity, though. <laughs> to me, it is, but I do like to go on hikes, but I'm not. This is the thing, I'm hiking a trail with a view and a piece. I'm not climbing a rock with a right. challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. I used to have this buddy that I go hiking with, and he always, I mean, I guess it's the testosterone in the air. He always has to try to turn it into a competition. Like, I'm out here in nature. I want to stroll. I want to smell the flowers. I want to enjoy the scenery. I don't want to be trying to run and run up the mountain and hike. But yeah, I totally get where you're going with that. When I'm out of nature, I want to relax. I want to take it in. I don't want it to be a physical activity, so to speak. Right. Listen to my music, vibe out, look around. Like, I don't want to be concerned about my safety at any point. Right. <laughs> no, thank you. All right. Yeah. Okay. I kind of assumed you'd be the type to be like rock climbing and doing all kinds of crazy uh, stuff. A little bit, a little bit. I like a challenge. I mean, for me, that that that's that's what wakes me up. That's what makes me feel alive. When I see something that I'm... I train, I stay ready, so I don't have to get ready. But when I see something that I've never done and I have to perform, that that just ah wakes me up, it makes me feel alive. Yeah, that's my thing. But um, I do. I was gonna ask you something. See, I, I like to blame my age on how I keep forgetting what my next question is. Maybe I should write it down. Probably. Oh, we're adults. We're adults, and in this adult world, politics mm -hmm. are a part of our world. So, tell me, what's going on in your politics? You know, it's a lot right now, right? Like everyone can agree. And for me, 
uh, it's a lot because it's hard to say. Yeah. You know, you, I'm in a place where I can feel, everyone feels right attention. Every, everyone's kind of choosing side. Everyone has their views and that's fine. Everyone's speaking on them, commenting on them. You know, for me, I'll just say an example. I'm the type of person who's going to Black Lives Matter protests. You know, I think that I do have certain views and I'm okay getting out there and kind of exercising my right to do so. And mm-hmm. I'll speak on it, I'll donate, I'll sign petitions all day. Okay. But what's weird for me, like individually without just, you know, speaking on the surface is I can get on Facebook and it's my family that's posting certain things to support the other side of that or speaking negatively on people that are doing that. So uh. so for me as like a biracial person, you know, my dad's black, my mom's white. I have family members out there, not necessarily here in LA close, but they're there that I grew up with that raised me that don't feel the same as I do, even though I'm, you know, blood. (laughs) I think it it hits a little different. It's a different experience for me because, yeah, and I know a lot of people say, oh, it's your job to educate them. And maybe it is, but at the same time, is that my battle to take on and educate? It it puts me in a weird situation, I guess. But, it's weird. It's a weird experience. For oh sure. yeah, it's definitely confusing. I mean, like it's one thing when it's your friends and they're like, "Oh, my, I don't agree with so and so," or maybe even your spouse. But it's like, no, like, I they raised me, and I am who they're talking about. But right. you know, it's like you cut ties, and you know. I think, I think a lot of true colors have shown mm-hmm. in the last couple of months, and nothing's wrong with that. Nothing's wrong with that at all. I mean, I grew up in the South and in the South, you know, it's always two colors. You're on your side of town, we're on our side of town, so to speak. It's a little different when I came out to California, you know. Sometimes people smile at you when they really shouldn't or really don't want to smile at you. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching this 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 documentary or something and there was this coach in there. And, you know, you got a football team, you got sports because sports brings everybody together. One team, one goal, right? And mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what color you are when you're on that team doesn't matter you got one goal that's the focus and he was speaking on the point that or to the to the to the point that i'm gonna judge you based on how you treat me you respect me i respect you you love me i love you and i think that's where we have to start you know all this extra stuff about this flag or that flag, this president or that president. I mean, you as a family can't be allowing this stuff that's not really real to interfere with the relationships that you have with your your core. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It's like you can't be letting that stuff divide you. I mean, you can, but you shouldn't, you know? So, I mean, I even sit here and say that, and I'm thinking about a situation that I'm in right now, and, you know, it's, I'm sort of divided. And, yeah, it's, it's definitely confusing. There's it's no, you know, no, no answer to it right now, but we got to focus on what's real. And I think the realest thing right now is, is going to be your family and, you know, your initial base, your core, your love, and you got to make sure that's good and, and, yeah. move, and move from there, you know? Yeah, but I think like how you're saying, you know, if you, let's say, we'll take it all away, you just focus on kind of like the humanity of it all. Like, you're good to me, I'm good to you. You're you're this, you kind of 
give and take. Right. So that's the one thing of politics. And I, you know, everyone's talking, everyone's listening, whatever it is, debating. I'm like, I don't know why you might be, we'll just say it, a Trump fan or, you know, that's where you're both going, whatever, financially or businessy, economics, whatever. I'm like, what about the just human decency? Can we just like not, are we not going to address the fact that he's just not a good person? He's not a nice person. He's not a caring person to a lot of people, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I can, you can have your side and my side. We've always had that, right? Right. right? Red, blue, whatever you want to do. But at the same time, it's like, can we not just take it back to like square one? Or we, you know? Right. I think that's what throws even blood, not blood, friends, family. You can have your opinion. You can have your beliefs. You can vote how you want to, but if you can't just acknowledge the fact that he's ethically and like generally just not a nice, good person, I just think that's crazy to me. Right. Like, I can't. Yeah. The, the basic things, like, one and one is two. You need ABCs, yeah. the right words. You need you need love and understanding and compassion to run a country. You got to be yeah. a little, you know. So, yeah, I mean, the media, a blessing and a curse, um, oftentimes twist stuff to make you think or move or react a certain way. And it's on both sides that it does that. So when it does that, you have to remove that from your equation, you know, and you have to just use your freaking common sense. But then again, my mom always said everybody don't got common sense, so that might not work you out. Know, <laughs> he's right. Definitely right about right. that. I, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna um yeah. I'm I'm probably gonna Yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take care of these kids of mine, you know, raise them up to be the best human beings. I know how to make them and, and that's all we can do, you know. Try to separate, put certain things aside and go with what you can. But I think everyone, I wouldn't be surprised. A lot of people are in these situations, whether it could be work with your family, your loved ones, your kids. It could be your kids. It could be anything. I mean, we have the right to disagree. I, I'm with that. But at the same time, I'm just a fan of bringing it back to the basic respect level of being a human, period. Right. And it's not always happening these days, I can see. But yeah. it's sad. Okay. All right. Well, normally... At the end of the the podcast, I like to bless my host with some of that Get Herd Apparel swag. But unfortunately, this is a phone conversation, and uh, I can't really hand you a, some swag over the phone. So I guess you're just going to have to miss out. But uh, nah. <laughs> next okay, time I'm probably. in the Valley, next time I'm in the Valley, I'll definitely bring some stuff up for you. I'll hit you up on the phone and find out where you are. But uh, yeah, what size top are you? Uh, small, small everything. All right, so I'm thinking like a small crop or something like that. I got a couple new pieces I've been working on. I think I noticed that you had some apparel with your company right now as well, right? Yeah, you know, I took I took your ideas and ran with it, you know? Uh, um, I did. I have, right now, it's actually everything sold out. I'm not going to lie, but I have tank tops. Um, I kind of got my little movement, like a peach bay movement, kind of just for the girls for the most part. Um, but I also have just my growth and gratitude keys okay. also sold out. But I have new stuff on the way, so... Sounds good. All right, so let's go ahead and get all the plugs in. So you want to go ahead and plug the competition that you're in. You want to plug your social media so all the listeners can find you on social media. And then we'll go ahead and wrap this up. Okay, let's do it. So to clarify, the competition that I'm in right now that I could definitely use your vote for is the title of Miss Health and Fitness through Health and Fitness Magazine. Um, so you can use the link in my bio on Instagram, um, which is at Keisha, K-E-S-H-A, 
L Gilbert, G I L B E R T, and you can go to the link and vote whether it's for free. Um, you can do one vote for free a day every 24 hours, or you can do a what they call warrior vote, which is um, a donation of any count. So if you donate $10, it's $10, $50, uh, 50 votes. So, yeah. Alrighty. Sounds good. I'd like to thank everyone for listening today. I'd like to thank our special guest, Keisha Gilbert. Please go out, check out her IG, and support her in her quest to be Miss Health and Fitness. Please feel free to rate, review, and subscribe. As always, thank you for listening to Get Hurt, the podcast. Coach T out.